Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Monday, February 20th. Happy President's Day. Is that really a thing? Is President's Day really a thing when you become an an adult? I mean, yeah, it's it's a federal holiday. I mean, or as my UK friends like to call it, it's a bank holiday. So um, is President's Day really a thing? Is it? I don't know. Leave a message in the comments if it still is. How's everyone doing? My name is Richard Blosser, host of the Grits and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the Hershey Bears, the affiliate of your Washington Capitals, one of the uh, rare American Hockey League podcasts that exists out there in the podcast verse. And as always, thank you to the, to the Hockey Podcast Network for uh, getting uh, the name of this podcast out there and being a part of their network. So how's everybody weekend gone? I mean, it's the first non-football weekend, unless you count the XFL. Nobody really counts that. But, you know, it's now time for hockey to step to the forefront. It's time for us to, you know, step up and step out because, you know, we've only got two months of the regular season left to go. Time's running out, everyone. Game 50 this weekend. (laughs) Game 50. I'm just letting everyone know I'm not trying to be the harbinger that the end is nigh. But, I, I mean, yeah, love it, hug it, cherish it, because it's all we got left. 
So this weekend, the Bears traveled down to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum to finish up a three-game roadie, and actually a lot of travel for the boys um, this month. Um, things going on at Giant Center. I think some uh, state wrestling this weekend, I think. It's that time of year where the PIAA, you know, gets their money's worth and sort of moves into the arena for the weekend, and the Bears have to go off elsewhere. So it was down to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum down there in Charlotte, North Carolina, and the Bears decided to bus it this year. No flying down to the Charlotte airport and then heading toward the arena, and for someone who's been in that Charlotte airport, I think that was a good decision. So they headed on the bus and drove eight and a half hours down I-95. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Once again... I've done that. I've done that trip. It's a long one. It's a long one. But a place, a proverbial house of horrors for the Hershey Bears, who have not seen a road win there, well, since October 2021. And before that, um, December 2019, Bears and Bojangles don't go very well. They don't. And any game that happens there for the Bears, no lead is safe. No, nothing is safe and sacred in that building because it is home to the 2019, the 2018 and 2019 Calder Cup champions, and they are more than happy to tell you that. Charlotte Checkers, affiliate of your Florida Panthers. That doesn't make sense? Good, because it's not supposed to. So we get news on, um, on, uh, on Friday that Dylan McElrath does get sent back down to the Bears, but um, not in time to rejoin the boys for Saturday's game. But we get some bodies back. Nessie's back is in the lineup. So we've got a full set of forwards, and it's time to go at it down there in Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. And, yep, it's still darks at home and whites on the road. Boo this thing. Boo it loudly. And, you know, I sit down. It's... All right, nice 7 o'clock game there on a Saturday. I'm ready to get go. Oh, it's a 4 o'clock start. It's a 4 o'clock start there in Charlotte on Saturday and Sunday. Yay! So, all right, all right, get the honeydew list done early in the day. We'll approach this like wildcard weekend for the NFL Get the honeydew list done in the morning and in the early afternoon. Get the groceries done by 2 and then back in the car and back home for some hockey. Get the game done and have a nice dinner. So, so this could work out. This could absolutely work out. So, the Bears go at it against the checkers there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Your goaltenders tonight are Alex Lyon and Zach Fukali. Yum. Yum. Decent matchup between these two and the two teams go after each other pretty well. Um, it's kind of played a little straight there in the first it's played to where the bears and checkers haven't really played each other in a while. The bears are good. The last time the checkers saw them in Charlotte was all the way back in October. And really who knows who they are in October. You don't, you don't. So the bears and checkers, they, they try to feel each other out and the Bears throw their weight around. The Checkers playing a little physical physical too. And then suddenly big hit along the Bears Bears bench. Wow, more 
Messi just clobbered Riley Nash. In comes Cameron Morrison and Jake Messi start going at it, grabbing and tugging, pushing, shoving. Gloves come off, few hands get thrown and thrown and all right, break it up, break it up. Refs get in. Yeah, sure, sure, okay. Each go off. It's a five minute each for uh for fighting, uh, but. But still a very physical game between these two teams. Um, Matt Kirsten goes off for inter- goes off for uh, for interference, and the Bears power play continuing to be anemic as always. I mean, I'm just not, I'm not asking for much out of this. Just try to get something going. But I liked what I saw in uh, in Wilkesbury. The point guys are throwing more pucks on net. Bobby Nardella is stepping into shots. Connor McMichael from the point is throwing shots on net. Are they scoring? No, but it beats the three passes looking for the perfect shot. You know, maybe throw something on goal. Something gets tipped along the way. But Mike Scarbosa gets it off the near boards. Vecchione throws. Deflected. Scores! Ethan Frank! Our precious baby boy on the power play. Yes! Power play goal for the Bears. Ethan Frank, his 22nd of the season. Mike Vecchione is 23rd of the, of the season assist. Mike Scarbosa, 26th assist of the season. one nothing Hershey in Charlotte. Mm, nice job, boys. Love stuff like that. Take the Charlotte crowd out of it early because, my goodness, will they ever get themselves in two games. And we get into the second period we go. And it's it's going all right. The Bears are starting to push them themselves um, a little bit more. But then Charlotte, about three minutes in, decides, all right, we've had enough. We've absolutely had enough and just starts peppering Zach Fukali. The Bears try to uh, force these guys out to the perimeter and point. Don't let guys like Ry- Riley Nash get set up. Don't get guys like, wait, who's got Logan Hutzko? Pass to Hutzko, he shoots, he scores. Logan Hutzko with his fourth goal against the Hershey Bears, his ninth of the season, and Charlotte ties it up. Great. Just great. But Lucas Carlson, no relation to Gabriel Carlson, uh, takes a penalty late in the second, goes off for cross-checking, and all right, can the Bears make make them pay here and the Bears Scarbosa again along the boards Connor McMichael throws one over to Vecchione Rister scores Mike Vecchione gets the tip in gets it another power play goal for the Bears yes this is what we want special teams stepping up and stepping into the ring Mike Vecchione 15th goal Connor McMichael 12th goal Mike Scarbosa, 27th assist of the season. 2-1 Hershey at the end of second. We're winning. We're winning at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Heading into the third. But lest we not forget three years ago. God, has it been that long? Three and a half years ago where we were up 5-1 on Charlotte. 5-1 heading into the third. And it was somehow very close. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Can't really let these guys down. Into the third. The Bears push back themselves. What's the best defense? Play 200 feet away. And the Bears pressing up into the zone. I like where this is going. Connor McMichael steals a puck out in the 
center of the ice. Logan Day brings it in. Kynold's along the blue line. Throws it down low. Pad save. Rebound. There's Bjorkstrom. He scores! Henrik Bjorkstrom getting a dirty, greasy goal in front. Where have those been all season? Where have those type of goals been? Bjorkstrom, 7th. Day, his 10th assist of the season. Connor McMichael, his 13th assist of the season. 2nd assist of the game. 3-1 Hershey. All right. All right. He's okay, guys. We got this. We're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. Charlotte presses back. Riley Nash left alone in the slide. He shoots. He scores. Yep. Your all-star, Riley Nash, the veteran, gets it back for Charlotte. 3-2. Riley Nash gets his 17th assist. Matt Kirsten gets his 8th assist. Alex Hipponiemi, King Hippo, gets his 21st assist of the season. 3-2 Hershey. All right, the two teams trade goals. And I'm sure Charlotte's really going to press, but the Bears hold them. Hold them. Even Logan Day goes off for a hooking penalty, and I'm thinking, okay, this is going to be it. All right, this is it. This is where Charlotte ties it. I've seen the movie. I've seen where this is going. I've had my heart crushed in this building way too many times. But the Bears' penalty kill stands firm. And they press the puck up up the ice. Up the ice. And Charlotte takes a hook with less than two, minute, two minutes to go. Go. Six on five. Nardella over to Scarbosa. One-timer for the circle. Scores! Beats Alex Lyon. Four, two. Hershey. Who needs a power play? Delayed penalty call. Mike Scarbosa gets the goal. Bobby Nardella is 14th assist. Jake Messi, his 7th assist. And the Bears are up. And Charlotte presses back. Pulls Lyon. Lyon into the zone they go. Out front. Eric Carlson, 90 seconds left. He shoots. He scores. 4-3 Charlotte. No, come on. I've had enough of this in this building. Close out a freaking game. Face off. Get the puck back in. Charlotte dumps in. Tries to press. Alex lines off in the em- in the empty netter. Bears work the puck down low. Trying to kill it off. Charlotte throws it in front. No one there. Bounces against the boards. Vinny Iorio chips it up. Mike Scarbosa wins the foot race. And puts it into the net. 5-3 Hershey. With a minute and change left. Vecchione. 16th goal of the season. Vinny Iorio, his 13th assist, 5-3 Hershey. And one of my hockey kids, I love him, says, Go warm. No, child. No, you do not speak that in this building. You do not. Not in this building. In a few buildings, I would say that and I'd be fine. Not in this building. Not in the concrete biscuit. (laughs) Not here. This team can put up two goals and not care. We still got... How much time do you have left? A buck 17 left. More than enough time. Charlotte tries to press back, but can't really. Bjorkstrom throws it to Connor McMichael, who flings it down the net. And it's going, going, four, three, two, one, going, 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 gone into the net. A 170-foot golf shot by Connor McMichael gets it into the net. Whack! 
four. And suddenly you hear Bjorkstrom go behind him go three and a half. And it's into the net. Connor McMichael, 12th goal. Bjorkstrom, 13th assist. 6-3 Hershey. And now, and now, three, two, one, win. Credit to Pittsburgh Dad on that one. Bears win in Charlotte. 6-3 the final. Finally, we get a win in that godforsaken place. Whew. Thank God. Your three stars, Connor McMichael with a goal and two assists. Vecchione gets second star with two goals and assists. And Mike Scarbosa gets an assist, goal, and two assists. Technically the game winner. And Bears win it 6-3 the final. What a bounce back game after a tight loss on Wednesday. And especially how the boys have been playing recently. A little bit of a skid. That points cushion you'd been building up in that in that first and second place has been slowly been chipping away by Charlotte. Slowly chipping away. And now you get a win there. You got one point against Wilkes-Barre, which is fine. Which is fine. And I even said, yes, I took Charlotte in the in the picks on Friday in both games. I took them both. And I said, prove me wrong, Hershey. Prove me wrong. And they went out and did that. They went out and did that. And, and it was just so great to see. Zach Vicali played well. And... We just all got the win. And this all led to Saturday night, the stadium series between the Canes and the Capitals. Let's talk about this for a brief moment. So what is the stadium series, mind you? Well, it is an outdoor game. It's kind of the um, the looser of the outdoor games. This was broadcast on, on ABC and ESPN. And a lot of production went into this. It took place at the uh, North Carolina State football field. And I was like, cool. It's a neutral site. I mean, Raleigh might have to travel a little bit, but, you know, cool. You know, they they go to the football stadium and it's decked out in red. In Hurricanes color red, decked out. And they have the marching bands there. Everybody's wearing red jerseys or black with scarves. It has a it has a party feel to it, but it has a soccer game feel to it. Or European football feel to it. Very lively, very party, very drunken and fun. And out come the two teams. Out comes Washington in, in very nice white outdoor games. White body, big weagle, blue weagle on the front with big... Uh, blue numbers on the back. And dear God, do they just screen print their big numbers on their helmets? Look at the size of those numbers. Uh, blue pants with three white stars down the legs. Gave you a very nice flag look to them in white socks. And it was a very nice uniform. Uniform. I liked it. It's not kiss me, I love it. But it's nice. It's real nice. I, I, I take that as a nice third for Washington. And then out came Carolina. Oh. Uh, storm black. Storm cloud black. Bright um, hurricane flag red. Excuse me for a brief moment, everyone. Excuse me. Hold on here. 
Sorry about that. Did you deal some with the computer? Bright Hurricane Red. No white on it whatsoever. And, mmm, that's a look. That is a look. Now, I've had people tell me that I don't know what I'm talking about, that I, I should loosen up about the Hurricanes jerseys. I don't mind their stick flag jerseys. They're black ones. They're nice. I don't like the Canes diagonal because who asked for that, really? I'm more of a fan of their reds from the tur- from the 2000s. The one they won a jersey in in, in the dark days of the N- NHL on NBC era. You know, when the games were on Versus. Remember those? Or the Outdoor Life Network, as it used to be called. Yeah, those dark days. You know, so... So the game itself was unfortunately a bit of a laugher. No Alex Ovechkin for the Capitals because he is off mourning and dealing the death of with the death of his father. Always sad to deal with. And the Capitals without him are lost. They really are. Now, I know they have no John Carlson, no John O'Clock there in DC. Tom Wilson just came back into the into the lineup. Um, a couple days ago. In fact, he was just ringing a couple days ago. And this was one of his first games back. But Caps fans, I hate to tell you this. What you saw on Saturday? There's your future. There's your future when all this is gone and done and dusted. And I'm not saying that as a hater. For all of you that know, that know me, I am a card-carrying yinzer. I'm a Pens fan. I will gladly admit this. And I know my team is doomed. I know we're circling the drain on our our time. That we are getting older and slower and sloppier. I'm well aware of this. Make fun of me all you want. Because my bucket of fucks has a hole in it, thus leaving me with none to give. But Washington? Ovechkin's all you got. And when he's not there... You have nothing. You have a bunch of parts and nothing to bind them together. You're old. You're slow. And the Hurricanes are just running circles around them. Absolutely circles. I mean, sure. I mean, Carolina got up 3-0. They got a deflection goal from Kukukniemi in the first. And then in the thir- in the second... Three goals in six minutes because Darcy Kepner was left to die in his crease. Paul Stasny, Martin Nikas, and Tara Vinen made it 4 nothing, And this game was a laugher at that point. It was an absolute laugher. The third period was boring because the Canes knew they had them beat. Absolutely knew. Well, we're, we're injured. We don't have Ovechkin. Nobody's going to care. No one's going to care. So, they get a garbage time goal from Tom Wilson, Sonny Milano on the assist to break up the shutout, but the whole game just had a party atmosphere to it. And ABC tried to play it off as, well, if the Winter Classic is the wedding, the Stadium Series is the after party. Mm, uh, Try harder, Steve Levy try harder I mean yeah yeah this is a little bit looser than what the winter classic is because that plays really into the history and that is like 
a marquee game. These are, are they're sideshows. The best way to put this is that if the Winter Classic is the circus, this is the sideshow. Welcome to the sideshow. This is Sideshow Sam. Cir- circus Voltaire. Go look it up. It's a pinball game. This is Sideshow Sam. Live here in, in Raleigh, North Carolina. And they were trying to play it up. Welcome to Rollywood. Oh, God, stop it. God, stop it. Oh, but credit to NC State. They were great hosts, and it was a great atmosphere. And me watching this, I'm thinking, oh, well, it's probably a short bus ride. They won't have that far to go. Little did I know that this field that they were playing at was right freaking next door to PNC Arena. Right next door. You can see the parking lot from the end zone. What? (laughs) Was Bank of America Stadium not available? Which is what I thought they would do. But I'm being critical. I'm being critical. I think it was good that uh, that Raleigh got this. In all seriousness, it showed that Carolinas embrace hockey, especially the AHL club that's down there. Charlotte loves them. Raleigh has embraced it. And they embrace their marketing embraces that because they're in college towns, they need to have marketing that embraces 20-year-olds and uh, Zoomers and Gen Xers. They have to go out and get them. And it's working. It really is. You know, if in the audience, a lot of kids, a lot of college kids. So, you know what? For somebody like me who's 40, shut up. Some of the marketing's not meant toward me. But if this is what you do to bring in younger fans and make fans that will become generational fans, keep doing what you're doing, Charlotte. Because of, or Raleigh, keep doing what you're doing, Canes, because it's working. But just do me a favor. Try to get past the second round. Okay. All right. So, overall, I think it was a very successful stadium series. Uh, the jerseys were meh for the Hurricanes, but, you know, their, their crowds are going to love it. The Capitals were fantastic. And I'll be very interested to see where they are going to go next year. Because the Winter Classic's already been decided. Seattle versus Las Las Vegas at T-Mobile Field where the Mariners play. <clears throat> that should be a lot of fun. The Heritage Classic, which will be played in October or November this calendar year, is going to be the original remixed between Calgary and Montreal, which should be a lot of fun to see those two. A shame we're not going to get another... another uh, Winnipeg, so we can get more of the the Winnipeg Jets, the original Jets, but mm, they've had their chances. So we're going to get Calgary and Montreal in October, and then we'll see where the next stadium series goes. We'll probably get news on that come probably after the end of the season in July or August. We'll find out more about that. So that's my thought on the stadium series. Very successful. It was fun, even though the game was a bit of a snoozer once we got toward the third period. Going to take a short break, and we'll get to the rematch between Hershey and Charlotte right after this. Hey, NBA fans, it's time to bring hoops action to the palm of your hands with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Basketball Association. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, 
All new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you will get a free bet back. The All-Star break will be will be done in a couple of days after this hits, so it's time for playoff pushes. Keep an eye on teams like uh, Philly and the Knicks. Should be a lot of fun to see how things uh, end up as we head down the home stretch we go. Just keep a lookout for some load management games. I'm looking at you, Boston and Milwaukee. Download the app now and sign up with the code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for more details. And Bears fans, another sponsor of this podcast is Raycon. So I've been talking to you about Raycons for the past couple weeks now, and I've found them to be great products. I'll probably be ordering a few within the next week or so, and I wouldn't buy these earbuds if there was a reason why I, why I wouldn't, because I need to make changes to some things that I do here. I've been running with the same headphones here for a little over a year now, and while they're big they're nice for when you're recording when i go outside to walk on mornings where i'm not working the weights i don't want to walk around with big headphones on and raycons provide nice earbud earphones earphones for me to use when i'm out either walking or just trying to get done with stuff around the house raycon is premium audio with a perfect price point to build good habits without breaking your breaking your bank Uh, One thing, again, I'm telling you, like when I want to go out there and walk, and if there are walkers out there, because, or joggers, or those of you who hit the gym and hit the treadmill, this time of year, it's getting warmer, it's getting better, wherever you're living, and you want to get back outside after hitting a bit of a winter lull, and you want headphones that are going to keep up with whatever you do, and Raycons are definitely what what you want to get. Whether you're looking at the everyday earbuds, low dent, low density gaming headphones or speaker with battery life to keep up wherever you go in the house raycon has got you covered they start at half the price of other earbuds that could run you up to 200 raycons are small and affordable you don't even have to choose between products you can get one of each or a pair or a spare and who knows and pay less than what you would for for other guys even if you know you love Raycons as much as I do, we want to make sure that you feel great about your purchase. They have payment options. You can buy now, pay late, pay later, and we'll share a way for you to save even more when, when you buy. When I get the, the everyday earbuds, they fit in my ear for great comfort, and I know sweat's not going to get in the way. Or even if there's a drizzle outside, that's not going to be a problem with these things, that they are both water and sweat resistant ready to buy something with a big impact go to buyraycon.com slash thpn today and get 15 percent off your order that's buyraycon.com slash thpn to score 15 percent off that's buyraycon.com slash thpn and now on with the show and we're back here on the grit and barrett podcast everyone thank you to our sponsors raycon and 
uh, DraftKings, sponsors of this podcast. All right. So it's a Sunday afternoon as the Bears and the Checkers go back at it for the rematch. They're at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum, quite possibly the last time between these two teams down there in North Carolina. Playoffs permitting. What permitting? Who said that? So we get some news, probably around uh, 310, uh, that Dylan Mickelrath has been recalled by the Capitals. And Joe Snively's been sent down. Woo. And this gets Bears Nation into a tizzy. Why are they doing this? Why is Mickelrath getting called up? Why is this? Joe Snively got a point and an, a goal and an assist. Why are they sending him down? Ugh, I'll never get Washington. Why are they doing this? Why are they doing I've never liked them. I don't like them. I hate them. They stink. My child doesn't like them. I need to use the bathroom. I did. Well, that went elsewhere. But anyway, okay. So let's um uh, let's address the bear in the room. Okay. One of the reasons why the Capitals called Dylan McElrath up is that they are dealing with illness as well. Number one. Number two, they need a right-handed shot defenseman. That's what Dylan McElrath is. And they kind of need him right now until things can kind of get back up to speed. So everyone, and Snively got sent down because Ovechkin's going to be returning the ki- return to the team in the next couple days. And they'll have no need for him, and they'll send him right back down to Hershey. So everyone, calm down, all right? We've been spared a lot of call-ups and recalls this year. Stuff like this was going to happen. It's We won last night despite all the stuff that's happening. We are going to be okay. So everyone, calm the F down. All right? So we go at it on a Sunday. And me and my beloved, we go out for a nice a little uh, early dinner. You know, a nice little dinner date and stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of kind of uh, watching. You know, and we're, we're getting some ice cream elsewhere. And the game's underway. Okay. Okay, I'm uh, keeping an eye on it. Voot, voot, on my phone. Okay, why did I set this to vibrate? I don't know why. Look, look down, and Ethan Frank has scored! Awesome! 115 in! Check out the highlight. Lucas Johnson feeds him up ahead, gets around to Charlotte defenseman, deeks backhand, and who's in net? That's Goza! Uh, the puck goes uh, by him. Ha <laughs> ha! And it's 1 nothing Hershey. Who's in that for us? Hunter Shepard. Okay, grab your palisman. Get out there, Hunter. And Ethan Frank gets his first, gets his 20, 23rd of the season. Assisted to uh, to Lucas. And, uh, oh my. <clears throat> that was another game that played today. Not necessarily the uh, the Bears. But, um, hold on. Getting something up on the, uh, the phone here. Uh, Lucas gets his third assist of the season. Mike Scarbosa got an assist tacked on late, but okay. one nothing Hershey. All right. I'm there at Coldstone Creamery. Yep. Yep. I want an or- um, Oreo uh, mo- um, Mud Pie Mojo. What size do you want? I want medium. Don't you dare skip out on those Oreo, Oreo cookies as well. Mmm. Lovely sugar. Vroom, vroom. What the hell? Uh, Zach Delpy's tied it. Great. Whatever. And voom, for my guys. Wait, what's going on here? You need to see this. Do I need to see this? Checks, uh, checkers Twitter. And it looks like, 
Delpy just threw a shot from the boards. It it looks like Shepard stepped on the puck and it went in, or he thought he had it and it got by him, and he did the whole look to the heavens thing. That's not good. That means he knew he should have saved it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be fine. We will be fine. It's 1-1. It's 1-1. We've already won on Friday. So Charlotte gets another gets a gets another penalty uh slashing call on them. We're back home. We're watching this. Second units units out, out there. Pilon over to Iro. Throws one deflected score! Shane Gersich with the deflection beats Gusta. Another one guzzed by him. Ha <laughs> ha! Two one Hershey. Shane Gersich, fourth goal. Of the season. Iorio, 14th assist. Garrett Pilon, 13th assist. 2 nothing Hershey. Nicely job, boys. They hold that heading into the third. And the, and the Bears get another power play early in the third for slashing. But Charlotte is able to poke one out of the zone. Hops and gets by them. It's a three-on-one developing for Charlotte shorthanded. And... And looks like Beck's trying to get back. Charlotte gets in his way. He got in his way. That's interference. That's interference. You're gone. And the ref says, yep, you picked him. You picked him. Shouldn't have done that. Get off. And it's a five on three for Hershey. 82nd, three on five on three. All right, lads. Let's get this set up. Get set up. They try to bring up. Bring it in, lads. Shots flying wide of Gusta. Backdoor plays getting broken up. And nothing comes of it. Nothing. Crud. <sighs> okay, 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 okay. We haven't got... That one didn't come home. But let's just... We'll keep this little baby going. We'll be fine. Charlotte takes another penalty on interference. Because uh, the game started getting physical. And Beck has a puck... Has a puck fly by him. And the one shot guy comes... Bam! And just runs him into the boards. And... Rep, puck wasn't anywhere near him. That's interference. Off you go. And at that point, the game was getting a little physical. Hard hits are being thrown. Beck throwing hits. Gersich getting not getting knocked down. Dylan Mickelrath watching from DC going, what? Meh. I go away and all the fun stuff happens. Meh. And the Bears, another power play. It's not really going going well. Uh, Mason Morelli comes through, gets tripped up, and that's a penalty. Another five on three for the Bears. Got a score on this one, lads. 90 seconds of five on three. Nelson calls a timeout. That's what you got to do. You got to get this. Get set up. Start bringing it in. Connor, Scarbosa, Scarbosa, Frank, fires, missed, reload. All right, bring it in, guys. Bring it in. Backdoor play. Becky on a tied up. Can't get to it. Throws one in front, pinball, and gets it. No, he can't. Nothing. Clock ticking down, 30 seconds left. Back up, Connor McMichael, rester, ping. And oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. One more, 20 seconds left. Throws down low. Vecchioni on the back door, stick lifted, and can't get it. Everything but scoring, and Charlotte survives it. Four minutes and change left. And, oh, gosh, the fan club page is blown up. Can't blow five on threes. Can't blow five on threes. You know what's going to happen. No. 
I know what's going to happen, and it's not going to happen. It is not. We held it last night. Less than two minutes. Two minutes to go. Giles comes in. Shot. Pad save. Rebound. They score. Charlotte scores. Damn it. God dang it. Dang it. I wanted to believe they could do this. Big rebound and Bowlby gets it. His ninth. Giles is eighth. Riley Nash is 22nd and we're tied at two. And the fan page blows up. I am not in the mood to deal with this, kids. Bears should have done this. Bears should have done that. Why can't we score? Why does our power play suck? Why don't you shut the hell up? In the last two minutes, Bears lose sticks. Charlotte presses back. And I'm watching this and I'm going, are we really going to blow this in, in the third period? Sometimes the hockey gods conspire against you. But we end up going to overtime. And Aaron Ness is able to get by the defense. Comes in. Gets a backhand on Gozda. Can't and leaps over Gozda and takes him down. And that's a penalty. He tried. He tried. He leapt over him. He tried. Don't send him off. Please. Please don't send him. He tried. And it's four on three. Just pull the plug. I know what's going to happen here. But you know what? The boys stand tall. They hold them. Shot blocks. Holding the perimeter. And corner shots. And I'm just waiting for Riley Nash to put it in. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Hepaniemi's out there. Or Zach Delpy. I haven't heard his name yet. But they hold it off. And we're going to a shootout. Great. Against these guys. So first up, Bears go first. Connor McMichael comes in, skates wide, looks, shoots, scores! Das Wunderkind! And up next is Riley Nad. Oh, God, comes in, comes in, looks, shoots, scores! Is it that easy? I guess it is that easy. Mike Scarbosa up next, comes in, goes wide on Goza. Goza, goes wide, shoots, he scores! Mike Scarbosa, No! It was the post. I thought he got it. I thought he got him far blocker. The, 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 the net moved. It moved. He scored. Nope. Nope. But the light came on. Look at it. Just look. Refs go, nope, 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 nope. Next guy up. Just, just look. It went in. Nope. Nope, nope, next guy up. Zach Delpy, oh God, comes in. Look, shoots, 5-0 scores. All right, who are we sending out? Ethan Frank comes in, comes in, skates wide, looks, glove hand, shoots, and goes and saves it. It's over. It's over. Charlotte wins. 3-2 the final. We nick a point, and... Three stars are all Charlotte. Surprise, surprise. Zach Delpy, Mac Gozda, and Henry Henry Bowlby. And Henry can go... Bo- Never mind. Hunter Shepard, 20 for 22 in the defeat. All right. So, short term, you're pissed. Short term, you are upset by this. Because you had him. You had this team 2-1 down. 
dead to rights with two, count them, two five-on-threes, and you can't put it home. But you're also supposed to be a defensive team who can close out games on the road. You've showed me in Allentown, in Hartford, in Wilkes-Barre a few times. And in the one place where you can't win, you can't pull the trigger. In fact, you choke away a lead against this team to where they put on their Twitter account, there's no quit in Charlotte. Shut up! I've heard enough of that from um, freaking there's no quit in New York. Bite me. So, yeah, it stings. It stings and it hurts because you had your you had your sweep right there. You had it and you let a point slip right through your fingers. Oh look, another blown lead in Charlotte. Like I haven't seen that before. But big picture, you took three out of four points from the weekend. In a weekend where you could have gotten swept, and then suddenly Charlotte's only two points out of second, and Providence is farther and farther away from you. You instead put a little bit of distance between you and Charlotte, and you get one point within Providence. Providence did not have the best of weekends and are sitting in first at 70 points, 30, 10, 8, and 2. Hershey, 31, 12, 5, and 2 at 69 points. Nice. Um, Charlotte at 62. Springfield at 56. Starting to get a little separation between third and fourth. Lehigh at 55. They're getting annoyingly good. Uh, Bridgeport at 52. Hartford at 49. And Wilkes-Barre at 49 points as well. If the playoffs started today, you would have Charlotte versus Bridgeport with all three being in Charlotte. Lovely. And you would have Springfield versus Lehigh with all three at the Mass Mutual Center. Ooh, weekend trip to the casino there in Springfield? I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, so Hershey would probably stare down. uh, Whoever would get the higher of the two would be Charlotte or Springfield. Come on, Springfield. Anyway, so yeah, the Bears want to get back to where they were at number one. and And they're close. They're close. You know, this weekend, you won the weekend. You got four out of six points. If you count what happened in Wilkes-Barre on Wednesday on this show, we do. You got four out of six, especially with how you looked last weekend. I said, prove me wrong, Hershey. And you pretty much did. So, we'll see where things go this week as the Bears will be back home this weekend. We're back home, finally, for a set of home games this weekend as the Phantoms come on a Saturday night to play the Bears. Yours truly will be back up in the press box for that one. Mm. And then Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock start as the Troy Manless Belleville Senators come to town. Always enjoy the Canada teams being with the Bears. And then the following week is three more home games as we will have a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday there at Giant Center before the Bears hit the road again. So so we will be wrapping up a rather light February Uh, at the end of next week's show, and we will head into a very, very, very busy March coming up. Lots of road games against North opponents, a road trip against Providence, and we are staring down the NHL trade deadline. Boys and girls, things are going to get juicy. 
So make sure you stay on top of this podcast and the Hockey Podcast Network or wherever you get your hockey news because things are going to get very, very interesting. Also, a slight programming note as well. Keep listening to the show and keep an eye out on the socials because um, might be having an announcement about the show coming soon. No, I'm not moving anywhere. Just um, the way I do things might be changing. But need to see how things line up first. But that'll do it for the Grits and Barrett podcast this week, everyone. Thank you for joining me as usual. Thank you to the Hockey Podcast Network. And not really much else to say, but... Go Bears, and I'll see you at Giant Center on Saturday. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!